All right, thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts, including YouTube. Hit subscribe, um, comment on the videos, upvote the videos, and of course hit the bell to get new videos whenever they come out. So that would be really cool, and we'd appreciate it very much. John Garcia is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. That's why LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. Terms and conditions apply. I'm here with John Garcia. we got a little extra video with John Garcia this week. How you doing, man? I'm doing well. It's, it's crunch time. Last visit weekend. Signing day, Wednesday, portal craziness. It's uh, and the bowls are here now, right? Bowl season, like everyone, nobody's talking about that. Bowl season actually mm-hmm. starting up too, so it's it's a crazy time, but it's fun. Yeah, and lots of questions. I actually put some questions out at, on Twitter for anybody that anything that they wanted to know. And the first thing that came up was what's going on with Marcel Reed and Texas A and M. Yeah, naturally, right? Uh, look, AM is is pushing here. There's really no, it's no secret. It never really was. Um, he's been visited by AM staffers multiple times, including Jimbo Fisher, uh, midweek this week. He's taking the official visit this weekend to College Station, and it's kind of their big visit weekend. A lot of AM commits coming back to town and top targets like Reed. So he's gonna get their best effort uh, here at the 11th hour. So it will be fascinating to track going forward. Reed does have that scholarship offer from Texas A&M, unlike he did at Auburn where he visited last weekend. So really it's going to come down to these two SEC West programs, you know, Kiffin versus Jimbo. It's kind of uh, poetic at this point for a quarterback of of all players. Uh, But here's the thing. Ole Miss has, has won this recruitment what eight months ago at this point you know they won this this verbal commitment at the time it was viewed as Ole Miss sticking its neck out there for Reed compared to some of the other quarterbacks that were on on the board and available in this class of 23 so a lot of that trust uh, of, of going with Marcel Reed over some other more notable more famous names I think does resonate with Marcel Reed's camp Uh, And that's going to give Ole Miss every benefit of the doubt. Uh, I think it was big for the Rebels to this point to have retained Charlie Weiss Jr. He has frequented Tennessee to check in with Marcel. Of course, Lane Kiffin has there as well. So we'll see. We'll see how this thing shakes out. But it would be a bit of a backbreaker to Ole Miss if Marcel were to flip pretty late in the cycle for any other pivots at the quarterback position beyond the transfer portal where there does happen to be a, a lot of important and interesting arms available, but naturally you want to build uh, through high school recruiting. And with the decision of Luke Altmeyer to hit the portal depth at quarterback is a huge concern behind Jackson dart. So Marcel Reed's experience as a four-year starter, as a state champion runner up this year with increased production and dual threat ability really resonates uh, from a recruiting standpoint. So Ole Miss desperately wants to hold on here but at the same time texas a&m desperately wants to add him to the class so we will see where the chips fall come wednesday as of this morning checked in with reed's camp the plan is 100 to sign on wednesday so this drama if there is any will be decided wednesday at the latest yeah absolutely so that's, that's your update everybody on marcel reed and just to let everybody know we were recording this on friday so something if something happens over the weekend That'll be after recording. Uh, 
What are some flip candidates going into early signing day that Ole Miss fans need to pay attention to? Well, the newest offer just went down to a prospect committed to Purdue, Ethan Fields, a Louisianan who Lane Kiffin, John Garrison, the new offensive line coach, both went out to Louisiana to see to extend that offer in person to that interior offensive lineman. And uh, it was well received. His family was in tow for that coaching stop as well. And they immediately set up an official visit to Oxford. So as we record this, Fields is in Oxford as a Purdue commitment. And Ole Miss is one of the threatening programs. Uh, What's interesting here is, look, there's a need on the O-line. Just two verbal commitments at that spot right now with Bryson Sanders and Xavier Miller, the junior college player who, by the way, is visiting Auburn this weekend. So that could be interesting to track. Um, and, And secondly, Garrison, the new offensive line coach at Ole Miss, had been recruiting Fields at NC State. So there is already a relationship there. And then from the Ole Miss perspective, Fields has been to campus a few times in the last calendar year. So on both ends of this thing, it seems like if Ole Miss elects to push, they could very well flip a a Purdue verbal commitment from Louisiana. So right in the thick of SEC country. So we've got a lot of eyeballs on him. And then there was another O-lineman Ole Miss offered from up in the Northeast, committed to Old Dominion, who decommitted uh, the next day. Uh, But he's going to take his recruitment to February. So we'll have more O-line discussion to talk about post-National Signing Day. But there still could be a couple flip candidates out there for the Rebels. All right. Um, Let's talk a little bit about some of the old guard that we've talked about on seemingly every show in the last three months. What's up the latest with Caden Lee? Yeah, no visit that I can find for this weekend for Caden. So he appears to be in full evaluation mode Uh, from an official visit perspective. Ole Miss and UCF got those trips while other schools, Georgia, Oklahoma, South Carolina, most notably, have been consistent in sending coaches to go see Caden. So it comes down to do you commit where you haven't taken an official visit or do those two programs, Ole Miss and UCF, have the advantage Going into early signing day, Caden is another who has confirmed he will come off the board between now and Wednesday. So if there is no final visit, you got to feel good about Ole Miss's chances. They prioritized him as long or longer than all the other schools on the list, and he's reciprocated that with multiple trips to Oxford, including what could stand as his final official visit of the recruiting cycle. So definitely not a lock of any sort, Uh, not that that exists anymore in recruiting, (laughs) But you do feel good today about where Ole Miss stands with Caden Lee. All right. And Kedrick Riscano um, from, I guess, New Caney, Texas. What, what's the latest on him? I think Ole Miss is still in great shape here. Uh, from Even before he decommitted from Michigan State, took that official to Ole Miss, and the Rebels really started to pull ahead in this recruitment. And who could who could blame him, right? Look at the running back position. That's a stable and comfortable a target position as Ole Miss should have in recruiting period with what the the last few uh, groups under Lane Kiffin have done, most notably this year with with Quinchon Judkins as a freshman. And there's question marks thereafter, right? Still trying to see what's going on with Zach Evans. What does that backfield look like? We've seen some portal activity uh, on that front there as well. So from Riscano's standpoint, there could actually be an opportunity to get some carries pretty soon in Oxford, which is something that I might not have said, you know, three or four months ago. So I do think that has Ole Miss in a great spot. There's been a lot of other programs in and out of this thing. Penn State kicked the tires on him. Um, Oklahoma State, Texas A&M, 
hosted him. No offer extended there. They have since added another running back in Ruben Owens. So it looks like they're done at that position. So it looks like he'll play his college ball out of state. And in the, in the last day or so, Michigan State, where he was, of course, committed, has, has circled back. Mel Tucker was in to see Kendrick, uh, I believe, on Thursday. So Ole Miss could be battling the school it was always battling in this recruitment, Michigan State, here at the last minute. Uh, there's there's kind of a perception that Michigan State is swinging big here late in the cycle. They just flipped a quarterback from Washington State. They almost pulled out the Samson Okanlola recruitment before he committed to Miami on Thursday. Michigan State is, is going hard after some of these elite recruits, and obviously that includes Riscano, who was once committed. However, unless there's a visit or anything changing in the last minute, I do feel like Ole Miss has built up a pretty strong lead for the Texan, and I would envision he, he could be a, a big offensive pickup here at the last minute. All right, and, and before signing day, what what's some things that maybe Ole Miss fans need to pay attention to that we might not be thinking of? Yeah, I mean, the flip games, it, it works both ways, right? Obviously, Reed is getting most of the attention, and rightfully so. That's a huge recruitment to follow, but Xavier Miller is another one that should be followed. Junior college player who's been committed for quite some time to Ole Miss, but of course, that was to Jake Thornton, who has moved on to Auburn. And they're going to host him this weekend. So that's one flip that could go away from Ole Miss. I think Miller's flip away from the Rebels more likely than Reed's flip away from the Rebels, though both do seem somewhat possible at this stretch. Um, And then Kelly Jones is worth bringing up, right? The in-stater, late riser, Mississippi State DB commitment, 6'4", had a huge week at the Alabama-Mississippi week where Ole Miss offered right in the middle of that week, in the middle of his ascent, there were talks of a visit, and that has since died down on Thursday. Uh, Kelly himself tweeted he's got a family engagement. Ditto for Dante Dowdle, the top running back in state, um, Oregon commitment. Uh, Ole Miss and Mississippi State have been in and out uh, to see him, and there were visit plans to see both schools and both of them have fallen through. So it looks like Riscano is the more likely running back addition than flipping the in-stater Dante Dowdle, though, again, he will have that opportunity to sign with Ole Miss uh, should he have a change of heart there in the 11th hour. Um, Otherwise, the rest of the commitments look good. They're going to sign with Ole Miss despite some of that coaching turnover and portal activity, and this will be another strong group that will supplement what we always know is going to be a strong portal haul Uh, which actually kicked off Thursday. They flipped uh, the UCF uh, linebacker in the portal there. So Ole Miss's portal run will open just uh, as as its recruiting run winds down in this class of 23. Do you know much about um, Jean-Baptiste? Look, uh, a ton of experience at UCF, a four-year player who saw the field as a true freshman, uh, got that portal year of eligibility left. So I believe this is his last year. Uh, And that's a good thing. I think when you recruit the portal, you want one of two things, guys with multiple years of eligibility or that back against the wall, hey, this is my last chance to impress type of deal. Um, I mean, look at how well that worked out with Troy Brown at linebacker this year. I think that's that's setting a nice precedent for Ole Miss to consistently attack the portal in, in select spots. So John Baptiste, a Miami native athletic, has put on good weight in his college career and has been productive um, at a winning program. So I think all of those line up pretty well uh, for Ole Miss, and and he'll be right in the mix there at the second level day one, I would imagine. All right. Thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen today. For your second listen today, check out Locked On Sports today. 
From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. It's Locked On Sports Today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. Thank you so much, John. Again, we'll we'll circle back next week and talk again. I don't know if we'll have an appointment before signing day, but if not, we'll get there right after signing day, bud. Sounds good, Stephen. Thanks for having me back on. All right, man.